Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, episode 102. Can you believe it? Absolutely crazy. I know I say it on about 80% of the episodes, but I still cannot believe that we are 102 episodes in. This is just so crazy. And that's because of you guys. Uh, so I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed for each and every single one of you continuing to to listen, to, to play in your car whilst you're on the way to work, you're cleaning up, you're doing the washing, you're hoovering around, you're, you know, you, you, you're doing whatever you're doing. So I'm super, 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 super grateful for that. Thank you so much. So today's going to be fun because I'm joining one of my new cool friends uh, and I can't wait to introduce you to you, to her, her to you in a little minute. But before we do that, please do me a huge favor smash the subscribe button, leave me a five-star rating and review if you are able to, and then screenshot your device where you can see the Network Marketing Ninja podcast artwork, getting ready to post that onto your Instagram stories to help raise awareness. It's so awesome to see so many of your your kind of stories coming in and flooding in. I'm replying to as many of them as I can. If you're lucky enough to get one of those voice notes from me, uh, then please voice note me back. All right. So I appreciate you. Okay. So Today, I'm super excited because this, I would say, is, let's say, part two, version two, season two of uh, an episode an episode that we did on, on her podcast. Her podcast is called Made For More. Uh, she's two, 22, 23 episodes in right now. It is amazing. I've been tuning in. Her energies are awesome, super humble, super relatable. And for those of you who are in the network marketing space, her journey as well is just is amazing. So uh, I'm super grateful to be able to introduce you to Carly Myers. Carly, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm so excited. I've just watched you front row do the whole Fraser Brooks intro. It's very, very exciting. That was very cool. You're a pro. Uh, for those of you who are listening, like, we're on video on Zoom, and I think I might throw you a cheeky wink. You did. Uh, like, it I was weird, kinda, but I went with it. it. It was weird, yeah. I don't I don't wink very, very much. <laughs> um, I'm not, maybe I'm going to say it was a twitch. I'm going to say no, it, it was, was a, good. a twitch, an, an awkward twitch, right? Um, but you, you're amazing. I've followed you a fair bit since we've been connecting, and I'm just, it's so great to see how you show up and how, how you kind of, uh, represent yourself and what you're doing in, in the online space. Um, so maybe you can go, maybe you can share with the guys listening in and tuning in how you kind of got involved in network marketing and like what you what were you doing before network marketing and then what got you involved in network marketing? Okay, cool. So I was a professional dancer and I actually had a really successful career. I was really, really fortunate. I was performing in the West End and all around the world. And like, it's a tough career, but I, I actually had a really successful one. But even though I was really successful, the dancing industry is horrendous. And like literally one day I was performing at the O2 and I was doing the final Monty Python shows. It was streamed all around the world. And then the next day I was waitressing in a pub in Basingstoke, but getting like, I don't know, nine pounds an hour. And it was just so up and down, like that whole up and down lifestyle was just draining. And uh, I remember being in, I was doing a show at the London Palladium. And uh, again, it was massive. It was a big like career highlight. And then I was actually, I was waitressing during the day because I was trying to get some more, some more cash together. And then when I came to go home at night, I lived in London. I had no money on my Oyster card, no money on my, in my bank account. So I had to walk an hour and a half home through London at like 11 o'clock at night. I was thinking if my mum could see me now, she'd literally die. And um, 
And I just thought like, what the hell? I'm at the height of my dance career, something that I've like, you know, given my whole life to. And I haven't got £1.24 to put on my Oyster card. This is this is dire times. So um, yeah, so I started to think maybe I need to look at something else. My friend told me about this business and I was so close-minded and so aggressive. I was like, no, I'm not doing that rubbish. And I literally thought like, I just thought I was going to be in a cagoule, traipsing in the streets, dropping off a catalogue. And I thought I could look crap in a cagoule. I'm not doing that. And uh, I just thought it was awful. And so um, cagoules are awful, aren't they? I think there's only a place for a cagoule. That's at Thorpe Park. When it rains, you're caught off guard and you have to put on a cagoule. Well, I'm, thought- so, I'm so glad you explained what that is because I was literally just about to go into Google and type in cagoule. It sounds cagoule. as funny as it looks. It sounds as funny as it looks. But now I know what it is because... Oh. It's like a rain mac makes you think of a gargoyle but it's not it's a cagoule it's a fancy rain mac um but yeah anyway i thought i was going to be in a rain mac delivering catalogs and all that and uh, i was just really closed minds into it so even though i didn't have one pound 24 i was not open to new opportunities <laughs> which is nuts really anyway and then um so i was quite an aggressive no like my friend came to me once and said my mum's thinking of doing this business and I was like, no, oh my God, tell her not to do it. It's a scam. She's going to ruin her life. I've just shattered that woman's dreams in one sentence. So she didn't go on to do it. And then, um, yeah, we're just really closed minded. And then I met up with my friend again about two years later. And I actually turned up early to a one-to-one that she was in. So I turned up about 15 minutes early. She was like, oh, babe, just sit down and read through that little uh, that little booklet that's on the table. So I sat there. Looked through the booklet and then I was like, oh, interesting. I saw a diagram about the, the, uh, the, the penny that compounds, the penny that doubles. And I thought, oh, that, that's, that's an interesting diagram. So I said, do I need to know about this? She was like, you really do need to know about it. So yeah, and then the rest is history. So I started, that was seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. I'd love to say it was like the films, like I jumped in and I just absolutely beasted it straight away, but I didn't. It was so fumbly and so awful. And, uh, you know, all the books that people write about amateurs in this industry, that was me. I did all the things. And, um, and yeah, I was really, really fumbly. And just, it was only until I got injured as a dancer. I was still kind of like trying to fly that flag. I got injured and that was the real turning point really. That was, there was two turning points at that time. At that time, I'd also started a um, dressmaking business. It was called Carly Can Make That. And I used to just literally make clothes. And I was starting to learn a little bit about network marketing. I was learning about time leverage at the same time as, as starting this clothing business. And it just really wasn't matching up. I was thinking I need to make like 12 dresses a day to make any kind of decent money here. And I need to be working like 12 hours a day. And the more I was he- hearing about time freedom, I was thinking there is no freedom in my time right now. I'm like literally glued to this sewing machine. So things started to really fall into place. And then, yeah, like the universe came in and was like, saw me on the ledge of taking that step. The universe was like massive slap around the face um, and then it dropped me off that ledge. And yeah, just threw me into this new direction. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Which is crazy because as a dancer, you you always fear mm-hmm. getting injured, yeah. but I'm I'm so grateful for it now. And so yeah. So so, do you feel like you found your purpose? Oh, a hundred percent. It's so crazy. Like since I was a kid, I was always thinking I'm going to be a dancer. I'm going to be a dancer mm-hmm. for my whole life, and that is my purpose. And mm-hmm. now when I 
I never felt like I feel now ever. I felt really unfulfilled. I was always chasing the next goal, even though when I was in the West End or I was in the O2 arena, I was thinking, yeah, but I wish I was a part or I wish I was doing this. I never felt secure. I never had a feeling of peace. Definitely never had any money. <laughs> and I just, as a person, I was so under personally developed you know I was so insecure I had really low self-worth really low self-esteem constantly getting battered and rejected by you know all these auditions that you go to but you don't ever in, in network marketing you get that same kind of rejection you get the same kind of criticism but you couple it with loads of personal development in the person in the um, performing industry you get all that but no one tells you about personal development. So you're literally just like getting debt, like worse, worse, worse. So yeah, I just was nothing like I am now at all. But then at the same time, you said you were quite an aggressive no. So oh, aggressive no, just you were so close-minded. Like, yeah, but you might've been getting aggressive no's back when you were auditioning as well, right? So yeah. you're getting like, no, it's not for you. I mean, you were great. So you probably weren't getting very many no's. But I don't know. You um, no, but you are. It doesn't matter how good you are. Like, it doesn't matter your career. You start again the next day. Yeah. You know, you get as loads of no's. So, um, yeah. So, so there's, there's a new movie come out. It's a Disney movie called Soul. Have oh, I've seen it. It's so good. But it, your story for me, your story is quite, is quite relatable to that in terms of, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the movie too much because it would be not fair for other people, but it's all about living your purpose. When you feel like you're going to be going down one path, you think about it so much and then it happens and then it's like, oh, oh okay. Mm -hmm. So it's just repeat, repeat, repeat. You've gone through the dancing. And for me, my, mine was a little bit different is I've been the kid, a lot of you guys know, I've been the kid growing up. And if you've got kids and you're a marketing professional, I genuinely believe it's the best thing for you to do for your kids. Like I, I genuinely do. So I used to be the kid looking at my dad on stage, crushing it and thinking, I want to do what he does. Like, I want to be like my dad. Like, when people come to me and they'd say, what do you want to do when you grow old? I mean, I, don't want to, I want to do what my dad does. And they'd say, what does your dad do? And as a kid explaining network marketing, it is impossible. It's not like he's a doctor, like, wow, like, I want to be a network marketer. Like, and what's that? And you're like, I can draw it. I can draw it. But like, you won't understand it. So then I'm like, I told my dad, like, dad, I keep getting asked, like, what do you do? And he said, just tell them I help people make money. So people say, so, you know, what do you want to do when you get older? I was like, I want to help my, I want to be like my dad. And what does your dad do? He does network marketing. And what's that? He helps people make money. Oh, wow. Okay. And as the years went on, I thought that my passion was going to be what my dad does. And then I, I realized as I got older that no, my fears overtook my, my dreams. My, my fears overtook my vision. They just completely crushed me until I remember stepping off stage once after joining the network marketing profession and someone came up to me in the crowd and said, I want to be like you when I grow up. And it, it made me think that's exactly what I was. And that was the, re the, the, that was the, the, the moment that I realized, wow, I'm actually living the life that I wanted to live mm -hmm. as a kid, but didn't realize that I could make it happen because my fears got too big. So you, before I go any further, um, and I usually do this before, but I just wanted you to share a bit more about your story. And that's so flipping cool. I, I absolutely, I absolutely love that. I love getting to know different people's stories, especially when you've had such, you've had a great career on paper, right? In terms of like performing at Palladium and, and the O2, like that's bucket list, bucket list. I mean, I would love to be able to play at the, the O2 one day as well. I'd like it to be my show. Uh, that's just <laughs> it big, will be big, big goals, right? Big goals. 
So I'm going to give you some quick fire questions just so the guys okay. can get to know you because you're awesome, but I want everyone else to know that you're awesome as well. So and some of the answers to these questions might actually make you more or less awesome than you currently are. So pay very close attention to these. Mm-hmm. Um, pizza or pasta? Pizza. Oh, what's your favorite toppings? Uh, I know it's rogue and it's controversial. It's ham and pineapple. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> well, well, you know what the funny thing is, guys? She, Carly has a picture in her background of Maui in Hawaii. So I'll let you off. It makes sense. That is technically a Hawaiian pizza. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. vision is Hawaii. Like, come on. Well, let's just channeling the vision. That's all it's about. That's the only reason why. Otherwise, it's not acceptable to have either. Um, <laughs> and you've completely thrown me off. Like, you've completely thrown me off. Sneakers, sorry, UK. Trainers or flip-flops? Um, trainers, because I've got awful dancers' feet. Like, years in point shoes and tap shoes. They're vile. <laughs> Honestly. My big toe is massive. Is it? Yeah, it's awful. My son's got the same big toe, and I feel gutted for him. So you're, blaming, so you're blaming it on dancer's foot, but really it's just genetics. It's genetics, yeah. yeah okay. All right, uh-huh. I'll let that one slide as well. Uh, <laughs> so she's slowly sliding down the awesome scale, guys. She's like... <laughs> um, all right, cities or beaches? Beaches. Good, good call, good call. I like that. Okay, you're going back up. Um, reading books, listening to audios, podcasts, or watching videos, YouTubes? Listening to books and audios and podcasts. Yeah, see, we, we, we are slowly climbing up. Best piece of advice you've ever had? Um, it's tough, right? It's a tough one. It's so tough because it's so you hear a bit of advice at different stages in your life, and that was the life-changing thing. Um, I think the best piece of advice is just just to not let any excuses get in your way. Like when you finally decide that like no excuses, like no, 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 not, not, not like, yeah, but some excuses, like no excuses apart from this one. No, no, no excuses. Like yeah, yeah. nothing happens in your life. Should It should never derail you, whatever happens. And that, that was the big change for me. Like, I think I used to always like, yeah, but you know, I'm making 12 dresses with my dressmaking company. No, no, it doesn't matter you're making 12 dresses, make, make the time. Or something else would happen. Someone would be ill or I would be ill or blah, blah, blah. And it's just no excuses. Once you finally decide that that's it, you never stop the momentum. You never stop the consistency because you just keep going. I, I, I love it. I've, I've actually got, I mean, Carly can say it, but no one else really can because it's on video. Uh, but I've got something in the background that says, make your success story louder than your excuse story. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've grown up on maybe since I was about 15. Mm, yeah, I would say 15. I can't remember any time before that, but I probably was taught it before that. But when I was 15, um, I used to play rugby. <laughs> okay, I had, all right, I'll tell you this, guys. I used to play rugby. I was in like the dominant role. I got a little bit older, I grew taller, but not wider. So they moved me to the second dominant role, then the third, then the fourth, I ended up in the hockey team. So I was in the hockey team, right? Which I thought there was a sport that was mainly played by women. So it was kind of interesting in the beginning of that career. Um, but I remember, playing, I, remember, I remember playing the game and my dad couldn't turn up. And I went home, my dad said, how did you play? Did you win? He said, I said, nah, like, I wasn't feeling it. Like my energy was not great and I didn't play so great and I missed a few passes. And he said, okay, those are the excuses and, and the losses. What about the successes? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any. 
he said phrase whenever you have excuses you have to have you have to have more successes so when i started building a business and i love that, that you've had this advice when you're building the business, when people come to you, I, I highly recommend every Friday, leaders should reach out to their team as a group and say, what's your win of the week, no matter how big or small, to condition the team to focus on the wins in their week. Mm-hmm. And when people then message you saying, oh, I didn't do anything this week because I had this, this, and this, it's simply, okay, those are three excuses. What are four successes? There's got to mm-hmm. be something. Even if it's just you helped an elderly woman walk across the street and you took her bags for her. Like that is a win in life. So I love that you had that advice. So your one of your passions that, I, that I'm aware about you is about kind of branding yourself online and, and kind of showing up authentically, which we talk about a lot on social media. But I would still say, although a lot of people talk about it, they have no idea how to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they say like, how do I brand myself? How do I brand myself? How do I brand myself? How do I turn up? What would you advise to someone who's in the network marketing space or entrepreneurial space in general online to go about branding themselves and and getting some attention for for the right reasons? Yeah. So, I mean, branding isn't people think, oh, my God, I've got to brand myself. I need to get a logo. I need to get a business card. I need to get a letterhead. It's not about that at all. It's literally about like, what do you represent as a person? And, you know, when people like it's happened loads and I, I learned the hard way with this you know like you're, you're reaching out to someone you think it'd be amazing and they don't reply and you're, you keep trying to get them to reply and they just don't reply and then you see that they've either joined someone else or they've joined another company and you're like why didn't they just listen to me if they just listened to me they would have joined me and what I've realized is like that no one is at the mo- at, at the first instant no one is buying your product no one is buying your business they're buying into you and so much so so many times we we actually have no idea how our actions on social media, especially in person as well, are representing our brand. So, you know, some someone that we want to follow in, in network marketing is someone who's kind, they're committed to their business, they're, you know, good positive energy. But if you're going on Instagram and posting all of these like negative political memes and you know Boris comes out with an announcement and you're like yeah, 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 and you get on your high horse and you're absolutely off on a rant that doesn't show to someone oh that's someone that I want to follow because people want to follow someone who makes them feel calm and you know in control and, and like yes I like being around them they make me feel good and if you're you know like in the dms having a little bitch about someone saying oh my god have you seen what she's wearing that doesn't make that person think she's a kind person she's got a good heart i want to follow her so yes you can post all of these like inspirational memes and all these quotes and stuff but if your behavior when you think it's not a business post is telling a different story you're painting a whole different picture. So I think like just really showing up in all areas of your life as the person that someone wants to follow, always think about that. You know, what what are my actions saying about me at the moment? And does someone want to follow me? And I think that's the biggest thing. And, and in terms of like, you know, talking about your, your product or your business on social media, you just have to be different from everyone else that's out there. There are so many network marketers. There's so many people in the same company as you trying to sell the same product as you. And if you look at, at me as an example, you know, I was so anti-network marketing. And if I, back in the day, there wasn't as much social media seven back in that day. I sound like an old thingy. But um, it, 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 there wasn't as much social media. But now someone's deciding in seven seconds of looking at your profile whether they want to follow you if someone was like me and is a little bit on the fence like oh I'm not really open to that 
that thing. If I see a, a profile with loads of products on there, instantly I'm not following because I just say, she's a seller. She's trying to sell to me. I'm not interested. But if I look on there and I see someone who is clearly really happy being themselves and I'm not saying that that you just switch that on that is a process but if you see someone showing vulnerability being authentic not trying to be like someone else you're going to get people following you you're going to get people buying into you and what I find more so now is that people will join my business because they bought into me they've been watching me for a while and they say I trust you I trust you to take me to where I need to go go to and I think that's the most important thing really is just leading with you as a person Mm -hmm. and like on social media everyone talks about influencers and you know you think that an influencer is someone that's like parading around with a gucci bag you know they've got a hundred thousand followers but actually we're all influencers we are all influencers you know we all influence someone else's day and when we post a post that's really moany and negative and whatever. And, and, you know, instilling fear in others, you you've influenced that person that is going to read that on the other side. So don't underestimate how influential you are all as individuals and just watch your behavior, watch your actions because they're powerful. I love that you spoke about this. I'll, I'll tell you guys a story that's happened to me in the last week. So um, because of the situation I'm in, uh, I work with a lot of different people, uh, different levels of influence. And at the moment, there's a lot of people in the reality TV show space who are starting to come involved into network marketing, um, like, a, like a lot, a big, big wave of them coming in. And uh, because of the position I'm in, I get they, a lot of them reach out to me and ask, ask me for advice. And, and one of them is in Dubai, so I met up with him. And I, I, I don't watch reality TV, so I had to kind of watch a couple of episodes. And I had this kind of imagination of what this person would be. And it was completely different to what I imagined. But when I'm going through his posts whilst I was with him, I'm saying, like, where are you? Where are you in any of these posts? Where are you being the person that's sat in front of me right now versus the the, the personality is on a TV show because I'm seeing the person who's on the TV show. I'm not seeing the person who's you. And the excuse was kind of like, yeah, but like it's the TV show. I'm like, how much money do you make from the TV show? And he, I can't tell you how much it was, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a lot like at all. And I said, I'm going to look at my following and your following on Instagram. And his is a million plus and mine's 70,000, which I'm super, super, super blessed about. And I was talking about, look at the influence on that. Look at the people who are commenting on mine. Positivity, 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 love, gratitude, everything. And the comments on his was, unfortunately, oh my God, everyone's in lockdown and you're sunning it up in Dubai, mm-hmm. right? And he's not responding. Uh, there's no like Instagram stories or live saying like, I totally understand. Maybe I should hold it back. But I know there's some people out there who are living their life through my lens. There's none of that. And I think, I think branding is, is literally, it's so important now to show the world you and your personality and don't let them judge what they feel like it is. You've got to mm-hmm. give absolutely everything online now um, because that's what, people, that's what people are going to think about you. So when it comes to platforms, what's your favorite platform? Do you prefer Facebook, Instagram, TikTok? Instagram. TikTok? all the way and I don't know I don't even know if this is the right thing to say but like Instagram just makes me 
it makes me excited to go on there and post. And I've been in places before where I'm like, right, I just need to show up on all platforms. But then I sit there and go to upload stuff. And I just, I'm not in a great place with it. And I'm like, mm, I can't be bothered. And I feel like, I just want you to, what, what I say to my team is like, show up on the platform that makes you feel like you want to show up on it. You know, like find your influence, find the thing that really floats your boat and go with that. Um, Facebook irritates me for some reason. I don't know what it is. I can't see it. It seems busy. Um, I just can't see it. But yeah, and then TikTok, I should really get into it because like, I'm a sick dancer. <laughs> Not actually. Do you know what? When I'm left to my own devices, I'm a terrible dancer. I'm five foot 10. I've got all the limbs. I've got similar limbs to you actually. And uh, when I really get going for it, my limbs are wild. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like- My big toe is kind of normal size though. Is it? We've got nothing in common. Yeah, so that's, yeah. But like the first thing I've written on my notes is professional dancer must do TikTok. I and, know. And then Monty Python. And then Monty Python. I know. Uh, do you know what though? I'm in a really funny place with um with social media. So my focus for this year is to massively ramp up my social media and my my influence on there as a kind of motivational speaker and, and coach and stuff. Massively ramp that up while bringing down my screen time this is a real like click like big focus of me so although I do want to be on loads of platforms and TikTok and everything like that I've got a little boy I'm, I'm expecting my second one as well and I really don't yes. want to did you not know that no oh, yeah you know that oh yeah you do oh yeah I'm expecting my second one second one in uh, January and so I'm like mega ambitious and I've got mad dreams and goals but I don't want to be on my phone all the time and I'd really love to actually figure it out where I can have huge a huge business online but have my phone not control me which to be really honest with you it has in the yeah. past um so yeah that's kind of my, my main focus for the year do you have your phone with you your iphone do you have an iphone yeah okay do you have do you have can you go on to settings oh are you going to show me the thing where you can shut i've shut myself out oh so is it in terms in of i've set myself an hourly goal right of two and a half hours a day that i can be on social and I know normally are you making that face because you're normally on a lot more mm -hmm. yeah me, me too I was doing like I was doing a good six and a half seven hours sometimes even more so I've set myself a two and a half hour sesh um but do you know what it's really interesting after that it shuts down my phone so people can still call but it shuts it down but it's so interesting because I feel like when I'm on my phone I feel like I'm in a game of crystal maze I'm like get in do what you need to do send your messages do your engagements do your things and then I'm out and I'm not like faffing around looking at Karen's dog <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah. all right guys I'm, I'm maybe because we're talking about transparency vulnerability and all that sort of stuff um my average is this year the first week 10 hours a day strong I'll, I'll, now okay all right, I'll tell you why in a sec. I'm in my We're in different places though as well though. Because if I didn't have a kid, right. And someone that I was like really trying to be present with, I probably would be the same and I wouldn't feel that bad about it. It's just now that I've got kids, mm -hmm. it's a different it's different. A different dynamic. So, yeah. I'm last week nearly 11 hours a day. Strong. Which is is however, the breakdown of it is showing apps that I've had, I mean, 14 hours on, on WhatsApp. I'm on WhatsApp a lot, yeah. Instagram, 13 hours. I'm not on Instagram that much. 
Yeah, so it is questionable. It and is, also, I think, I think it is questionable. I think as well, what I've realized is that when you are on your computer on something, mm. it adds it on mm. to your phone. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes you're like, you're showing us double, you've been on an app double. If you've been on your WhatsApp on your computer or something, or you've been on Google, it adds it as that. And it adds Google as a social media app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that, but anyway, so yeah, it's it, crafty. No, it, it, it's, impo- it's important to be, it's important to be aware of it, but for you, so, so here's what I'll tell you. So Inst, uh, Instagram, if you want to grow an Instagram, I genuinely believe the fastest way to do it now is by being on TikTok. Do I, I, I 100%. I wouldn't, the giveaways can work, but every, a lot of people are doing them. Instagram reels is great, but you know, 90% of the top reels on Instagram, sorry, 70% of the top reels on Instagram are TikToks that are just being, re- that are being re-uploaded. Um, I did, so I'm, when it comes, if you're on one scale of the dance scale, you're on the awesome scale. I'm on the absolutely abysmal, don't do anything but a toe tap. Like that, that's honestly, like I move, I, I mean, I probably break something if I even try and attempt, like I've not got snake hips. The idea when I see that magic mic kind of pony thingy whatever, <laughs> that gives me a heart attack and like all sorts of headaches by looking, I think a man can't do that. That's a lie. Uh, must be CGI, something like that. I can't do any of that. But TikTok is a game changer for that. You're because I, I literally did. I've done like 15 TikToks and one of them hit 30,000 views. And I can't tell you how many Facebook lives, Instagram lives, stories, Facebook stories, posts that I've done where I've had, I mean, I've probably had 20 videos do over 30,000 in my entire career. So you've got to do them. Do you, with your TikTok, do you go on with with a view of promoting your business? Are you literally just going on to have a laugh and get people engaged. so far i have not mentioned a product a book coaching once and but people are what people are doing they're kind of they're following me they're like oh there's something going on here like i like the vibe mm-hmm. i like i try and get svetlana involved as much as i can because i don't get her involved in other platforms so it's a platform that like oh there's a lot of me and svetlana and then a lot of people are coming on onto Instagram and messaging me saying, I, I found you from TikTok. This is amazing. Now, for the people who, who I work with who have got products, they're basically then sharing a testimonial or like, hey, I went from here to here. I've done this. Um, I, I, this is my part of my morning routine. And they are absolutely crushing it. Really? Absolutely crushing it. Yeah. So, oh, uh, you've thrown a curveball there, Phrase. You've thrown a curveball. But TikTok, TikTok and Instagram, absolutely no dramas. And you won't spend much time on TikTok because you won't be sli- you won't be sliding in the DMs. You won't be re <laughs> people in the DMs. You won't be doing any of that fun stuff. Uh, you just, yeah, like 10, 15 minutes a day, get that content out there and, and, and you follow, your following will grow for sure. Mm. For sure. Interesting, so, interesting. So you talked about personal development before as, as we want to kind of start to wrap things up here, but how you mentioned how it has impacted your life a lot. What would be some of the advice that you would give to people who were at the beginning of their journey, who maybe are these skeptical, closed-minded individuals, but they, they, they've got involved in network marketing because they simply have to uh, and escape what's going on in their life right now or finances or anything like that. What would be some of the things that you would recommend to people? Because for me, I'm of the opinion you need to brainwash yourself 
you know, you, your body gets dirty. So you give, you, you give yourself a wash, you give yourself a bath or a shower and your brain gets dirty too with the negativity. Um, so what would, what would be some of the advice that you would give? I mean, I definitely agree with that. We come into, most people start this business with no idea how awful they speak to themselves. Like the rubbish that we actually say to ourselves is crazy and the way we feel about ourselves and things like that. So definitely just embracing the whole process of it and, and knowing that, like the worst thing that people do, I think, when they first start is they look at the people at the top of the company and they say, I'm just nothing like that, though. You know, I, I would never do public speaking. I'm not confident. She's fine to show up as herself online because, you know, she's really happy with herself and blah, blah, blah. But they, they're not aware of like the process that's gone on to get mm. to that point. And so I think just trusting that, like, wherever you want to be in, in this business, you can 100 percent be there, but you have to commit to becoming the person to be that, you know, to get to that level. And I think it's crazy if you just woke up one day and you were at the top of the company and you were earning, you know, all this money and, and you had this massive team, you freak out because you actually wouldn't be the person that could handle it. You wouldn't, it, it would be so like unmatched. So yeah, just committing to being the person that you need to be. And it is relentless. It is a relentless pursuit of excellence. That's really what, how I see it. You know, you have to be, hungry to be the best version of yourself and um yeah it's just I mean obviously getting a good morning routine and you know all the things that everyone says I think if you're hearing something three times you've got to take it on board like you've heard consistency a million times you've heard morning routine a million times you've heard brainwash yourself a million times like if you're if you're still trying to get to the top and getting around those things you need to stop trying to dodge it. You need to get through it. And just, I think as well, facing the stuff that's like really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I just, when, when someone says, yeah, I just can't do that because it makes me really uncomfortable. Like, good. Throw mm -hmm. yourself into that. That's like, I think you might've said on my podcast, actually, that's like the, um, that's the, um, the indicator that you're going in the right direction. Like if you're scared of something, you're like, okay, right, cool. I'm, I'm going in the right place. Yeah, I, I'm someone who I've done this for years, years and years and years. Um, like I've, since I can really remember, really, since, definitely since I was a teenager. But if I'm in a supermarket or I'm anywhere, I'm at a train station and everyone's going the exact same way, I will always look to try and find a different way. Mm -hmm. Like I'll always look to, to be the first one to go the left way instead of the right way or the central way. I'll always be the first one to... You know, um, just, just I'll always I'll just always find different ways uh, that aren't taken, and it's so funny because there's so many times that I've been in an airport, so so many times where I've been at an airport, and there's a huge, huge, huge queue going through, like um, like just waiting to check in, and I've gone around on the outside on my own, and there's been literally someone who will be like, yeah, I'll take you know, I'll I'll take kind of people. Um, I'll take people over here and I'm the first in the queue. I'm the first because everyone's just waiting on this one side and it's they've changed it slightly over the years. But I've done it so many times, so many times. And as soon as you're the first one, everyone then, everyone then, everyone then follows. So consistency is definitely a, is definitely a big thing. Morning routines are epic if you're someone who's super structured and understand the power of it. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people will come to me and same, same with you is how much personal development should I be doing every day? And for me, in terms of hours, for me, it's how, like, like it should be reversed in a way. It's like, how, how, how many hours in the day are you not tuning into personal mm -hmm. development? 
Um, and like you've got kids, so being with your kids, that's personal development in a way. They're teaching you things that you'd never even thought of or you never even yeah. like imagined. So it's just super important. So let's talk about your, your podcast for a second. How can the people listening in, uh, how, how are they going to be able to grow? Because obviously we talk about personal development. It's great to get different opinions and different perspectives. What are the things that they're gonna they're gonna pick up and discover and learn by by tuning into the the Made for More podcast? Ah, uh, so loads of mine is about it's about the mindset that really goes into it. I do teach some like social media stuff and branding and you know things that I've touched on there. But the main point of it is that I truly believe that everyone is made for so much more than they can imagine, as the title suggests. And I just think people are sitting in this this place looking at other people and thinking, oh yeah, but you know, I wish I was like that, or it was fine for them because they're one of the people that are successful. And it's, it's not, it's everyone. Everyone has that within them already. It's just switching that belief on and realizing, oh my God, I actually do, that could be me. Oh my God, I could do that. And that this is what it's about. It's about empowering people to really realize that we all have it in us already. We're all made for more. We're all made for greatness. And uh, yeah, it's just all about the mindset stuff really. So I teach stuff like I've got an episode about how to stop procrastinating. I've got an episode about how to, the difference between entrepreneurs and um, employees, but also how to get like build your own self-belief because believe it or not, we are all in control of our own self-belief. We can all blame it on a a bad boyfriend. We can all blame it on a bad boss or a, or a, a, you know, bad parents, but actually we are all like fully in control of that. Um, so yeah, there's loads of stuff like that really. And like you've probably seen just from me um, being on this episode, I just talk like I am now, you know, some stuff I go off on a tangent, God knows where I've ended up on that tangent. <laughs> sometimes I try and bring it back. Sometimes I end up rambling, but there's always a point to all of it. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's an, I love it. And I interview some amazing, amazing people as well, like yourself. Um, so yeah, it's good. We did, we did like a part one on there. So feel free to go over Made For More podcast. When you do though, make sure you smash subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review on this podcast and the Made For More podcast. We would massively appreciate it. Before I ask you a closing question, I just want to give a massive shout out to the subscriber of the week. So if you're new to the podcast, where however you found it, first and foremost, welcome. I hope you got value from your first episode or your 100th episode, uh, however many you've listened to. But Every, every week or so, it's not every single week, depending on what's going on, but every week or so, I'll do a shout out to the subscriber of the week. That person then has to just message me on Instagram and I will send you $50 US dollars to your uh, your PayPal. So the subscriber of the week is, the dodgy drum, drum roll, is Tia McRae. Uh, Tia McRae from Great Britain, fire emoji times 100, five stars. Your energy comes through the speaker and boosts me every time. Every episode, I am reminded why I have made the best decision to becoming uh, part of the incredible network marketing world. We'll never tire of your tips uh, and the value that you bring. Thank you so much for inspiring many. Well, I appreciate you, Tia. Please message me uh, so that we can we can get you that $50. You're amazing. And thank you so much for raising awareness. So, Carly, I appreciate you. You're amazing. Um, I've, as you've mentioned, Instagram being your favorite platform. What's your Instagram like handle? Like, what's your Instagram name? My name is Carly Myers Lifestyle. So Myers is M E Y E R S. Carly C A R L Y, and then Lifestyle. I absolutely love it. Well, thank you so so much. Is there anything that you would like to share with the guys as we kind of wrap it, wrap here? Some inspirations, motivation. 
Ah, uh, just the main thing is like just embracing where we're at right now. This is the most exciting time in network marketing. And you can kind of sit in a place and think, I'm just going to wait for all of this to pass because life is crazy right now. I'm going to wait for it to pass and see where we're at when we come out the other end. Or you can literally grab it by the balls. I hope I can say balls. Um, <laughs> grab it by the balls and just run with it because this is the making of so many people. And right now there are so many people that are having a huge huge turning point in their life because of what's happened and there are people that are saying thank god 2020 happened because that was the making of me so you can either sit here and think 2020 was the making of me or you can sit here and think 2020 was like a real blur that thing just whizzed by and I don't really know what happened in that time don't make it that time like really make the most of it and we've got so many resources my god if I had a podcast like this when I was when I started seven years ago maybe I wouldn't have fannied around for two years just absolutely floating my catalogs around in my cagoule I would have actually figured out what I was doing so you know, you're so, so fortunate to have these resources. Make sure you absolutely binge listen to everything that Fraser puts out. We're so, so grateful to have someone just teaching us how to do this properly. That's the thing. Like, you know, people waste so much time. I know I wasted so much time because I really had no idea what I was doing. But now you have the guidance of someone saying, do this, don't do this. This is how you do it. And yeah, I'm just so, so grateful to you. You're absolutely smashing it. And uh, it's such an exciting time. I'm so excited for you. Oh, no, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you being on here. Thank you so much for serving and giving value back to other people as well. That's what it's all about, guys. You know, you, you learn something every day, you teach something every day, and you connect with someone new every day. If you can tick those three bo- if you can tick those three boxes every single day, you will live a life full of so much fulfillment, so much gratitude, so much everything's just everything, everything has a knock-on effect. So I'm so grateful for you that, the, that you're doing that. I'm so grateful for those people who are tuning in to, to me to pick up those values, value bombs as well. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you guys on Instagram and on TikTok after us talking about I'm gonna it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to send you some snazzy moves. That's it now. Cause whatever you do, like I'm going to have to attempt, right? Just you, I'm going to get some limbs out. You don't toe, even know about my limbs. Big toe, big toe limbs. And all right. Like, all right, cool. So, um, what I do, you've got to do then. Okay. Well, I, 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 some of them, yeah. But I will <laughs> I will duet the ones that you do. It's a TikTok thing. Do so you do it and I put you side by side? Anyway, this is gonna be a mess. I'm really game on, game on. I might I might trim this off the end. Anyway, appreciate you guys. <laughs> and you are in episode 103. Appreciate you. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.